Welcome to episode 101 of the Experiencing His Victory audio blog with Terry Tinder. This is the place where I read the blog so you don't have to. Today I'll be reading How to Release a Blessing from ExperiencingHisVictory.com where we're pursuing life as God intends it. There are many ways to bless people. You could mow a neighbor's lawn, compliment a person on how they're dressed, or buy someone a meal. I'm sure that they'd be grateful for the kindness that you showed them and blessed that someone cared enough to do something special. This type of blessing is wonderful, but I'd like to talk about another way you could be a blessing to others that includes more than what you can do or offer a person. It is blessing someone in the name of the Lord. Blessings don't have to be formal. Many times when we think of the idea of a blessing, it happens at church at the end of a service when a pastor says the benediction, or there's a special ceremony when a person's blessed by a priest or some other religious leader. This type of blessing is well attested in Scripture and is a valid aspect of a blessing, but I want to challenge you to be the one who blesses those around you on a daily basis. It takes a change of mind and a change of vocabulary. A change of mind. A change of mind comes in when we understand that we can bless people with the words that we speak. A blessing's more than a compliment. It's more than encouragement. A blessing is releasing the life and power of God into the life of the one being blessed. There's a valid gift of exhortation that comes from the Lord. It's where a person speaks words that brings life to your soul. I love this type of person because every time you leave their presence, you feel like you're the most awesome person in the world. An exhorter will speak things that build you up and encourage you in your faith. They're like the breath of fresh air on a stagnant day. They refresh your soul and they leave you feeling loved and supported. A blessing goes beyond encouraging words to invite the presence of the Lord into the person's life. We talked about it in Aaron's blessing, the anatomy of a blessing, a few weeks ago. God told Aaron to invoke his name over the children of Israel. To invoke means to petition for help or support. God was telling Aaron to call upon his name to come alongside the children of Israel to help them and to support them in certain ways. The reason a blessing is more than encouragement or something that we do in ourselves is that it calls on God to help the person. We're going beyond what we can do and inviting God to minister his life and to bring his ability to the person. A change of vocabulary. If we're going to release God's blessing upon people, we're going to have to change our vocabulary. The reason for this is that we must invoke the name of the Lord. We must use his name and ask for a certain blessing to be released. Invoking God's name doesn't mean we're bossing God around. It's a recognition of God's desire to bless people. He wants people to experience his life. A simple way to release a blessing on a person is to frame it using the words, May God. So simple, yet so profound. May God. 
The word may speaks of possibility and our desire to see the blessing come into the life of the one being blessed. The word God brings God into the picture. A blessing also doesn't have to be long. You don't have to change the tone of your voice or become religious. It's simply a spoken word that invites God to work in a person's life. It can be as simple as three words. I have a friend that calls me on the phone often. We talk, and before he hangs up, he'll often say, God bless you. These three little words have begun to make an impact in my heart. God bless you. It's so easy to say, so easy to be taken as a trite statement, yet it's so powerful as to touch a heart and release the blessing of the Lord in a person's life. I want to give you four more examples of ways that we could release the blessings of the Lord on a daily basis, one person at a time. If someone's a blessing in your life, tell them. I like this one because it includes both encouragement and a blessing. Maybe you've been thinking about a person who's been a blessing in your life. A smile comes on your face as you think of the person. You're so grateful for who they are in your life. Instead of just sitting there and smiling, why not grab your phone, call them up, and tell them the ways they bless you? They'll never know how deeply they've touched your life unless you tell them. If you're like me, I think a lot of good things about people in my head, but rarely tell them my thoughts. I'm not sure why that is, but it's something that I want to change and have been changing over the years. So you decide to call your friend and tell them what a blessing they are. How can you turn this opportunity into a time of blessing? Here's a possible short conversation as an example. Hey, Bob. I just wanted to call to tell you what a blessing you are to me. I so appreciate how you always have encouraging words to say to me, and you make me feel like I'm special and able to do what God has called me to do. Ah, thanks, Bob says. It's no big deal. It's made a big difference in my life. May God give you more and more opportunities to bless others as you have blessed me. In one short sentence, I invoked the name of God and asked him to help Bob touch others as he has touched me. Pretty easy. Very powerful. If you catch someone doing something right, maybe I'm showing a flaw in my character, but it seems easier for me to correct something that's done wrong than it is to compliment that which is done right. I've been told often that I'm always correcting people and telling them how to do things better. It's not maliciously. It's done with the idea of helping, but I can see how it would get old quick. So I started thinking about how to catch people doing things right and complimenting them for it. The other day I was at church and saw someone bend down and pick up a piece of trash. It was a small thing, but one worthy of praise. I said, Thanks for picking up that piece of trash. It shows that you care what our church looks like. I didn't say this, but hindsight is twenty-twenty. I could have said, May God open your eyes to more ways to make a difference. Quick and easy, but it encourages the one doing the good things and opens more possibilities of increase for the future. If you leave someone's home. Every Wednesday evening, we have a group that meets in our home. 
It's usually the same 10 or 12 people with occasional guests that pop in. There's one person who, as she leaves, almost every time says something like this, God, bless this home. Or, God, may your blessing be on this house. She does it every time, and it's a blessing to me. Suzette and I have dedicated our home to the Lord and regularly ask for his peace and blessing to be upon our home. You can't believe how many people walk into our home for the first time and mention how peaceful it is. The next time someone invites you over to their house, as you leave, thank them for the invite and invoke God's blessing upon the house. It will do more good than you know. If you sense God's purpose on a person's life, bless it. Everyone is called of God and has a purpose for their life. The hardest thing for some is to discover what God has for their life and to begin walking in the reality of that call. One reason that some struggle with the call of God in their life is that the devil attacks the very area in which they've been called. He'll viciously attack that area to keep a person from entering into the fullness of God's purpose for their life. Immediately after coming to the Lord, God began to place thoughts in my heart to be a pastor. The answer screaming in my mind was, Who do you think you are? You're not worthy to be a pastor. This battle raged in me for six months. I was becoming more and more distracted. The battle in my mind with the thought of being a pastor was becoming an all-consuming issue in my life. One day I sat through a Sunday morning service and didn't hear one word of the pastor's sermon. The battle was raging. I was fighting against the thought of being a pastor. I wasn't fighting God because I thought I was the one making up these thoughts. I didn't know it was God speaking to me. I went up to the pastor after the service to shake his hand and greet him. He looked at me and he said, Terry, I think God's calling you to be a pastor. I burst into tears so strong that I couldn't talk. I knelt by a chair and sobbed and sobbed. I wasn't going crazy. I wasn't making it up. God wanted me to be a pastor. My pastor didn't say a blessing over me that day, but he opened my eyes to see what the Lord was doing. A way we could do the same thing as a blessing would be to say, Terry, I recognize the call of God in your life to be a pastor. May God open your eyes to see the fullness of his plans for you. Within weeks of the pastor telling me God was calling me to be a pastor, God placed three verses in my mind that would not go away. I was at the church cleaning it for Sunday morning service. I strongly sensed three verses in my mind, but again, I thought I was making it up. The verses wouldn't go away. I didn't know the Bible very well since I was only saved for six months. So I hunted down a Bible so I could see what these verses said. Here's what I read. For if I preach the gospel, I have nothing to boast of, for I am under compulsion. For woe is me if I do not preach the gospel. 1 Corinthians 9.16 For a wide door for effective service has opened to me, and there are many adversaries. 1 Corinthians 16.9 Of which I was made a minister according to the gift of God's grace, 
which was given to me according to the working of his power. Ephesians 3.7 All my doubts of my call vanished. Go ahead and bless someone. Your words can make a big difference in a person's life. God's blessing can release the very thing they need to move to the next level with more confidence and favor. So why not make it your goal to bless someone today? May God bless your efforts to touch others in his name. See, I just did it. I just blessed you. Have a great week. Hey, are you looking for a community of believers who are longing for all that God has available and are pursuing him with a passion? Do you want to have insights into the invisible barriers that are standing in the way of your spiritual growth? What steps you can take to gain the freedom and healing you desire? A library of resources that focus on the practical aspects of healing and deliverance. Monthly live training and Q&A sessions. Video courses focusing on specific areas of healing and deliverance. Encouragement and support in your walk with Christ. Then I want to encourage you to head over to the Experiencing His Victory Academy. It's our three-tiered membership site that includes both free and paid memberships. In the Academy, you'll find a premium course called Healing Your Broken Heart. And what it does is it takes you through the steps of how to heal the wounds in your heart. I'm also adding new videos each week for a couple of courses. The first one's called 30 Days to Knowing Who You Are in Christ where we study what the Bible says about who you are when you come to Christ. And the second one is 24 Forgiveness Myths Busted. There's such an incorrect understanding of what it truly means to forgive, and I want to bust some of the myths that get in the way of you receiving the healing that Christ purchased for you. So for more information, Go to experiencinghisvictory.com forward slash academy. That's experiencinghisvictory.com forward slash academy, where we're pursuing life as God intends it to be.